Happy Hump Day, everyone. I am Brian O'Neill. And I'm Coach K. Together, we make up Queen City Poly, a podcast dedicated to discussing polyamorous relationships and other forms of ethical non-monogamy. Due to the explicit content of this podcast, we would advise you to listen with headphones or while you're in your vehicle. Or don't. I can't tell you what to do. Enjoy the episode. It's episode 20. Big two oh already. Twenty. Jesus. Is it twenty or nineteen? It's twenty. <laughs> Welcome to August, everyone. August first. Yes. We the, are the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, okay. wake up. You see that Bone Thugs and Harmony meme I posted? Yes, it was amazing. Cause I miss my uncle Chow Chow. <laughs> it was fun. It's a good one. Man, the summer's going by so fast. Yeah, it is. I cannot believe it. Another glorious happy hump day. Yeah, hopefully everyone's doing well, enjoying your hump day, August 1st. Um, we have a movie review for you all today. Yeah, so we're pre-recording today. Um, if you're listening now, we are overseas. Yeah, we are in a foreign country, a foreign land. Land, land, that sounds Irish, right? Land, we're in a foreign land. We're not going to Ireland. I know, but I'm just using a foreign. Okay. We're going to a foreign land. Don't. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> is this uh, is that nationalist Muslim? What's it called when you don't like other nations? Maybe nationalist. Maybe nationalist. I don't know. Yeah, that's people just like God bless America yeah. and no place and else. No place else. <laughs> and no place else. So yeah, we review this movie called Boy Bye. I gotta say it like that. Okay. I can't say Boy Bye. I gotta say it like I'm from Atlanta. Boy Bye. That sounds accurate. I'll leave that to you. Yeah. So this was directed by Chris Stokes. Uh-huh. If you don't know who that is, the same guy that works with Marcus Houston in the B2K movement. That was like Amarion. I real I found out that Amarion's not really Marcus Houston's brother. <laughs> this whole time I thought they were brothers. You lost a bet, didn't you? I think I did. Yeah. I thought they were related. They're not yeah. they're not siblings at all. I think one of is it J Bug? I think he's like he's a, a cousin. cousin. Yeah. Mhm. This whole time I thought Marion was like they grew up together. I think they're close. Yeah, I guess so they had the same energy. Didn't they have like a weird situation where like Chris Stokes kind of like I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't get into that. I just don't have anything to contribute. I have no clue what you're talking about. Okay. I don't know if I dreamed this up, but I felt like there was a situation where Chris Stokes was allegedly, you know, touching some of the B2K members. Oh, you're just going to put shit out there? You have no clue what you're talking about? I, if someone is listening, please message me on Instagram or something. Let me know. I feel like we could research it right now, but that's probably not important to this movie. Not at all. No. No. Nope. So, I just want to give you all the background. So, basically, this movie is one of those black uh, women empowerment movies that is very stereotypical. And we watched these because I like watching cheesy romantic comedies. So, I was like, this one looks perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Because 
everyone's like stereotypical black educated really shiny looking always got their hair and makeup done teeth are white Mm -hmm. they go jogging they drink expensive wines and I don't know they stereotypical I've made it black movie very done up very done up yeah a lot of wine a lot of uh a lot of rich successful just they're all so wealthy no one in the movie has an eye booger it's ridiculous the woman's about to have sex with her husband she's like doing makeup and i mean i guess maybe special occasion i don't know but it's like yo where's the like i just rolled over and just let me you know we just kind of get it in stank breath and all you know that's what you want to see in a romantic comedy it's more realistic yeah. And all these, like, the ladies, like, they got, like, she's got that big ring. I don't know. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. They need more down-to-earth black movies. Could Maybe I'll make that. I'll write that one. I'll write Yeah, that if anything, this movie, I mean, we weren't even 15 minutes into this movie, and Brian was just like, man, do I need to write scripts. <laughs> It's such I need a, to re. I need to cast movies differently. Yo, I'm telling you, though, I think what it is is people just have money, so you can just have this like bullshit ass script, and just like get big names like uh, Wendy Robinson in it, and people are gonna watch it because they like Wendy. Mm-hmm. But the actual writing and the yeah, yeah the dialogue and the plot was killing you from the get go. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. Sorry, right, are we doing a background on it? Sure. So we found Boy Bye on Netflix. Also, it's thundering and lightning, so you might hear some thundering and lightning. And our dog is shaking like shit right now, so... Charlie's shaking like a leaf right next to the phone, so maybe he'll start whining. Yeah. He'll be all right. He's close by. Yep. He'll be okay. Oh, are you doing the review? No? You already did? We found it on Netflix. <laughs> what is this movie about? This movie is about a woman named Love... Yeah, Veronica Love. She is a successful, imagine that, real estate agent. The only one after the financial crisis that yeah, survived. Yeah, that survived. Because she, she's ethical in her business practices. <laughs> That's what it said when she was talking about her career at the beginning. While the, she's fucking guys while in her office. she's fucking guys on the desk <laughs> constantly. So, so, so much ethics. Uh, but her business practices are sound. She survived the crash. Yep. She's making millions, doing all these high-end deals. Yeah. Doesn't seem to be working a whole lot. Yeah, she closed a two million dollar deal over the phone. Yep. Is that is that something that rich people do? Like I, I, I don't know. I usually assume that requires a meet and greet. Two million dollars seems like a lot. Like I want to know you. Maybe. Uh, so yeah, she's successful. She does like. I think her character kind of relates to the... Uh, they're trying to relate her to the uh, She's Gotta Have It character. You think? Yeah, because she just kind of... Or the, the character from... Uh, what's the New York... All, the four white women in New York, Manhattan? Sex in the City. Sex in the City. They try to make her that uh, Samantha character. She just kind of fucks and like doesn't doesn't show love. Mm. Doesn't, doesn't believe in romantic love or something. Maybe, like yeah. You know? Yeah, because her whole deal is just having a great sex life with casual relationships that are very short-lived. Did they ever say why she developed that? Like, did she get her heart broken back when she was in high school and just say, fuck love after that? I don't think so. I think yeah. they. She, she doesn't get it. She doesn't get what the point is. Gotcha. 
Yeah. So as she's doing this stuff, they cut to her having this dinner date with a guy she's apparently in business with, Mr. Lance. Yeah, it's kind of like half half the business date, half date, half date, half business dinner. Lance Lance Peterson. Lance Peterson. That sounds like a Lance Peterson. Successful black man. Yeah. Very shiny. And also throughout the whole movie, they're like, she's talking to the audience. Yeah. Through the script. Like, he fine, ain't he, ladies? Like, the whole time. Right. I just realized something. I don't like how he paid for dinner with cash. You are really bothered by that. But I think it helps you be able to just leave, right? You don't have to wait for the check. Oh, that's back true. Or you can just drop it and go. I don't need change. I guess, yeah. See, whenever I see someone pay for dinner in all cash, I just... Oh, drug dealer. Because <laughs> <laughs> who carries cash like that anymore? But I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, she meets Lance Peterson. And they're hitting it off. He's saying all the right things. And they're like... They share this moment when they're like... It just feels like you're missing something in your life. And they both say it at the same time. And it's like, oh, my God. That's yeah. when she starts to get the glimmer. Like, this guy is different. Yeah, they're finishing each other's sentences on the first dinner date. Mm-hmm. I smell some NRE approaching. Right? And then she gets with her friends and they start talking about him and um, they're basically just like, I really like him, but she's still in this mode where she's she keeps telling them, like, I'm happy. I don't believe in true love. I'm happy with my flings and my life. I have a great life, great mm-hmm. job, and this is how I like to do relationships. And even this guy she's excited about, she's just like, you know me, I'm gonna, I'm really excited about him, and I'm gonna see him for a week, and then I'm gonna tell him boy bye. Yeah, that's what she tells her friends, but I think in the background of her mind, she's thinking like, this guy may be a little bit more than that, but she doesn't want to admit it to herself. Yeah, I have a problem with this. Why? What's your problem? Why do they always have to make the women not know what they want why can't she just be a woman that's like no this is how i like i don't i don't like all that fairy tale love shit i just like casual sex and relationships i have a great life i have great friends that doesn't make for a great movie though but why does she have to be like in the back of her head she like secretly pines after this love and marriage well they do that with guys too in movies guys don't the main character never sticks to the script and just be like yeah fuck bitches get money like they go in there and then like a one person changes their world and how they think and it's like oh my god love is possible I have to change my ways kind of like when we were talking about Big Daddy yeah. right that movie Yep. but I not with like romance it was like with, with, the, with the kid and it was like oh I could be a dad now let me get my life together and be normal and be vanilla yeah <laughs> I just hate how they're like secretly telling people that you we all want this one thing yes that's just that's what they're saying that's not accurate what what's next so yeah she's oh so let's point out flaws in this friendship here all right (laughs) she's friends with her therapist yep like she hangs out with her therapist and her therapist gives her like Advice. advice like real advice like do this She's yeah. not neutral at all. Yeah. And they're drinking wine together. 
they're she's a therapist. Hanging out with the other friends. Then she together. hangs out with the other friends, and then she brings a client of hers around Her the friend. other friend group. Yep. And it's the she, most unethical shit I've ever heard of. Like, right. And while she, while Beverly, one of the other friends, is telling her like. Hey, I think you shouldn't be seeing Lance. You know, you're doing business with him. Yeah. The therapist, Angela, is just like, bring him. <laughs> bring him to the retreat I'm doing. Bring him. That I should want, be fun. I, I want all of the drama. I want her license revoked. Right? I want, I want her on the state board. I want to... <laughs> <laughs> I want to challenge her license. Maybe she's not a therapist. Maybe she's just like a love coach, relationship coach. She calls her her therapist. Oh, well, then in that case, yeah. Yeah. I want her license revoked. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, this friend group is kind of whatever. They got the one friend. uh, What's her name? Charity. I was going to go for the one that has the happy marriage. Beverly. She has the fun marriage. Oh, Beverly. Yeah, Beverly has the fun marriage. Right. She's really happy. Yeah. Um, she's just the character that's supposed to just tell you how that love does exist and it's wonderful. Yeah, she's like, look, it's me. I'm having a happy, fun marriage. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Love is everything. And I love love. Wouldn't it be great if, meanwhile, like, her husband was cheating also? And then we just kind of like... That would fr- be terrible. That would be terrible, but it would be kind of funny. Why? Because it's like, ah, she... I don't know. It was funny when I thought about it. It's like, what if her husband was, like, cheating on her with, like, another guy, and it was, like, one of the friend groups in there? So you just want it to turn into a soap? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's, this is set up too nicely. Everyone's heterosexual. Everyone's... I so you to... do secretly like dramas? Only when they're this vanilla. This is very... yeah. It's... I need something. Oh, my gosh. This whole movie, we were just like... What is ha- nothing? Nothing would happen for the yeah. whole movie. Even the what was supposed to be the biggest scene of the movie, I felt like missed it. It was flat. Yeah. Terrible. It was, it was real bad. <laughs> real, real bad. Um, Who's their other friend? Uh, Charity. 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 So Charity catches her husband cheating in the beginning, and she chases the guy with a bat. Yeah. She catches him. In their mansion. Mansion. Big house. She has to run a lot Giant to chase after her man. And yeah. Palace. Yeah. Which I don't understand. If you have all that money, how are you having sex in your house? In getting the middle caught of the day. In the middle of the day. Like, pay cash for a Motel 7 or whatever, you know? Or one of the nice ones. Hotel, one of the nice ones. You can afford it, you know? Why are you having sex in your mansion? Maybe that's he wants to get caught. Mm, you want it out? Yep. That's not the way you get out, though. You, no, you, that's terrible. The way to get out from cheating is you just kind of like leave little hints and clues. And then it's like, oh, you got me. Is that how? Or you I would just imagine so. Him, and you just filed for divorce. You could do that, but I'm saying if you're going to go that way. <sighs> okay. Because you don't want to get caught having like sex. Like That's traumatic. Yeah, that's also dangerous. Like, yeah, you can die. You can die from that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't play with that at all. <laughs> like, people emotions are charged. Like, there's butcher knives in the house, like, or whatever. Yeah, like, that's, nah, that's I'm good. Yep, and she's the character that's just, like, found the strength to leave. Yeah. cheating man. Yeah, she found the strength to leave. So everyone's just kind of bigging her up of, like, 
don't feel sad. Be happy that you chose yourself instead of the relationship, Mm -hmm. which isn't necessarily a bad thing to say. Right. But she also ends up with a guy that I would say creepily uh, pursued her throughout the movie. And who she... Who shouldn't have liked her after all the shit she said to him. Yeah. Like, she really downplayed him being, like, Hispanic or, like, Latin Mm -hmm. and... And black. Black. And him being a bellhop. Yeah. And him being short, I feel like. She told him to choose an ethnicity. Yeah, that was... That was pretty fucked up. (laughs) That's like... (laughs) What? Choose an ethnicity. And then decides to date him. Because what was his story? He was black but adopted by... Like a Mexican family A Mexican family. He grew up in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> it's like choose an ethnicity. Choose an ethnicity. Jesus Christ. It was terrible. And I, he was like, you know what? This one, This woman's for me. You're the one. I'm going to spend this entire movie... And then he like <laughs> left flowers outside of her door and that and, won her over. And hid. Yeah. That won her over. What is that message sending us? That if you just keep trying, fellas, if you show up at a woman's house unannounced. Even if she's, you know, saying bigoted things about you. Just keep pursuing. And then you'll have a blossoming, lovely relationship. You know? They got they can get engaged in the end or yeah, something. Yeah, they're like real serious. Within a week. So this movie is filled with healthy relationships. <laughs> <laughs> filled. Seriously. I don't, I don't know why this isn't the the flagship for relationships movies it was pretty pretty crazy so they go to this like breakup retreat some type of yeah it's like a retreat for that i guess i don't know this whole movie just confuses me because love's character is getting really infatuated with lance point blank asked him if he was single yeah he said yes Oh, yeah, and here's the kicker, everyone. Lance Peterson is still married. Dun, dun, dun. You only have to wait 45 minutes to find out. Yeah, I kind of knew. We all kind of knew. We all kind of knew. What was the thing that the, the, the homies said to each other? They were like, something about the girl back home or what makes her different? Because I guess he's been known. He's been like, you know, and I'm just using bro language. He's been like knocking down chicks like left and right yeah he's been cheating he's been cheating although the kicker is that lance peterson is technically trying to get is separated or was that it It seems like they're already yeah on the way out like getting separated in the process of a divorce like it it seems like they might not even be living together which i feel like he probably should have said that just in the beginning of the movie but then you don't look like you have your shit together Mm. that's another thing about this movie it just showcases the fakeness of the one percent blacks that <laughs> I assume most of y'all live in Los Angeles and Atlanta or New York, and you go to your fancy brunches and you pay a hundred and five dollars for mimosa that they made with champagne that came from seven eleven mm. sorry, I'm getting a little ranty, mm. but yeah, like stop, stop faking the funk, be who you are, okay. Yeah, it's like you create this environment where she won't like you if you're honest, but then she's mad at you for lying. 
Right. But it was, I don't know, it bugged me out because on But one people hand, lie in the beginning to bait you and hook you. And then it's like, all right, this is all my shit. Like, now that you love true. me. <laughs> but I just, it's so incompatible because she says she wants this casual thing. She really likes him, but she basically just really wants the dick. Like, that's all she says the entire time. I really want that dick. I really want that dick. I really want to have sex with him. Whatever. Why are you even asking him if he's in a relationship? It doesn't seem like you care. Mm. It is true. You invite him to this, like, retreat you're having with your friends, and he brings his friends, whatever, and you guys have a good time, and you really like each other, but if you have this week-long expiration date on this, like, why is it even a big deal that he was shady about being separated from his wife? You know what happens? And it's happened to me. It can happen to anyone. What happens is, when you meet someone, mm-hmm. you start building this world in your head. Yeah. Start building this world of like you and that person and a life with them in the future. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have all these ideas about who they are and what yeah. they want and their ethics and just yeah. things they do and things they don't do when you really have no clue who they are. No clue. Just no they, clue they of barely like spend any time past. Together. You don't know about his past traumatic experiences. For more than a minute. You don't know if he was raised by like a single parent. Don't know about his siblings. Don't know about... He could be a Trump supporter. We have no clue. All we know about him is that... He works in real he's estate. He's like third generation real estate agent. Yeah. And it's like a family business. Yeah. That's all we know. And he's bored by it. Oh, yeah. That's right. He is bored by it. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that part. Where, like... So, did they dis- discuss his passions then? No. No, he's just bored. And he likes that she's spunky and passionate and new to this real estate thing. She's an entrepreneur. How is she new if it's 20 years in, though? Well, she's like first generation. Like oh, she's I got you. Excited by the money. Yeah, and he's like, he's used to it, so he wants something different. Yeah. This is kind of like kids who major in art history. <laughs> you know? How so? Because, like, they could go into the business world and family business, but it's like, I want. Something different. So they can afford to get a art history mm. degree, even though it's pretty pretty worthless. Like, not worthless, but it's like, it's not, poor people can't afford to go to college to major in art history. Yeah. You know? Like, that's why, I don't know. This is just me ranting again. But, I mean, it's my podcast, right? It our, is. Our podcast. It is our podcast. So... Sorry, Charlie. Yeah, he's other than the fact that we keep getting reminded by how beautiful he looks. I'm not seeing much depth. The connection. Real estate. Yes, but it's all like you're pretty and you make money and we work in the same field. Like that's all it takes to fall in love. The liberal elites are very shallow. That's all it is? That's all it is. It just blows my mind. That's why working class and poor people have more depth. Okay? You know what I mean? How? Why? Because we have more character because we can make fun of situations. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just talking shit at this point. Okay. Um, I would like to add before we get any deeper into this. Um, I have one major beef with this movie, and is that 
the people in this movie have terrible running form. <laughs> <laughs> we almost stopped the movie because Brian was so upset about the therapist chair. Because <laughs> apparently people don't lie down in therapy People anymore. don't lie down in therapy anymore. I think those chairs look super comfortable. Right. I would like to lie down in therapy. Alright. The running form. Terrible running form. Running form. And then they had the glasses on. She was wearing sunglasses while she was running. And not even like... Not like sporty ones. Sporty like ones, just Like her Ray-Ban ones. like fashion ones. Aviators. That cost like $1,000. And she's got... A, and he was wearing the sunglasses too, right? He was, yeah. Fashion sunglasses. Just work out with your sunglasses on like that. I just... Yeah. That's what it is. Just, just look pretty all the time. Like yep. you just look nice. You have to. You could be seen. Oh, They're not sweating too hard. Jesus. Their hair looks great. That's why I can't. I know I'm not going to have money in the world because I just can't. I can't keep up. That's and, why. And your beef with the running form. Just terrible runners. They're terrible runners. And for that to be your activity, their main activity. You should be a lot better at it. So they're bad actors. They're bad act. They're bad at acting like runners. Yeah. I don't think they did any research on that role. On that role. <laughs> <laughs> and I am offended as a black man who runs. <laughs> I think there needs to be better representation of black men running in movies. <laughs> I want to join a rally. I think that's probably the thing that upset you the most in this whole movie. No, that and the 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 scene where the wife comes in, that probably upsets me. The oh most. yeah, that did. That was the most upsetting. So, the big build up, right? The entire this time, Brian was just movie, like, this he was like waiting for this movie to redeem itself. This whole movie, right? Right. Is based upon the fact that Lance has a secret. Has a secret. We don't know what it is, and all this, and it's like, and we find out he has a wife, and it's like. All right, so when is love going to find out, right? Yeah. Now, Charity overhears uh, Omar Gooding's character talking to someone about him being married. Right. And so she has this information. She holds on to it, and she does not tell love. Yeah. Meanwhile, Love and Lance, they are having a wonderful time together. And they wake up, and all of a sudden, I don't know how she found the coordinates to the location, but Lance's wife busts, busts through the door. Yep. And then Love walks in from the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Who is this woman? Wife's like, I'm wife's the like, wife. I'm the wife. He didn't tell you. I am. We're married. And then Love looks at Lance and is like, is this true? Is this true? Mm-hmm. Love, I can explain. No. And she leaves. And she leaves. In what? That, what the fuck? In what <laughs> world do you not want to hear the explanation at least a little bit? Where's her baseball bat? Where's, where is her fury? And are you, I don't know, like, are you skeptical this, of this wife at all? I mean, yeah. they're, they're pretty, they're separated. She's just still claiming the wife card. Yeah. There's so many things that could have happened in that moment. We could have not seen them running to get more of this moment. Right. <laughs> if we're worried about time. Yeah. Something. This is the critical part of the movie. Isn't there another uh, one of those slaps that you hate in this part? 
I don't think so, is there? I don't know. Doesn't someone slap Yo, him? I think someone slaps him. I would like One to... One of them slaps him, I, I think. I want to create a website. Just documents That documents time. every time a woman assaults a man in a movie. Like, I want to... And it I, won't equal the amount of times men assault women in real life. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> here we go. I am... I am trying to advocate for domestic violence in general. I know. I agree. Just saying. Yeah. So, the, anyways, this scene... Yeah, so that scene really pisses me anticlimactic. off. Anticlimactic. So, the most climax... The most... <laughs> how, how do I say this? The most climatic? The most... Yeah. The, the pivotal the moment The pivotal moment this of movie. this movie, right? Falls flat. But then... The most climax goes to when Charity. This scene between and love. Charity and Love, where Charity's trying to rebuild her friendship with Love because she should have just told her about Lance's secret when she found out, but instead, the whole friend group, minus the therapist, has this great scheme to. Maybe they were the reason. Weren't they the reason the wife came? Yo, did they tell the wife? They're like, she needs to find out. So they like had this whole thing. Yo, if that she should have fought them then. <laughs> like, right? like yo. it was something like that. And I wish I wish my homies would have done some shit like that. <laughs> it's like, yo, we called your wife. Especially she right after like yo, they let her spend the I'm night. I'm fighting with all them niggas in there. <laughs> like it's like you called my what? It was crazy. <laughs> but then they had this moment where it's like, I should have told you. And, I don't know, they just had a heart-to-heart about their friendship. And then you're just like, what is this movie about? Is this movie about the friendship, or is this movie about the love? My girlfriends. That's what it's about. What did you think about that that scene in the movie? I just thought that energy should have went towards Lance. Yeah. Because that's what the movie is based on. If it was based off of just lady friendships like I feel like the lady friendships part was just like her talking about things within like that friend group but it wasn't like the main focus of the movie yeah this movie didn't know what it wanted to be it has it doesn't know its identity yeah and that is why I could create this movie better Mm -hmm. in my opinion yeah I can make a poly version of this and it would be dope it would be Fun as shit. And it would have women that have natural hair. Yeah. Women that have tattoos. Women that smoke weed. Women that don't do, drink. Don't drink. A lot of diversity in that. A disabled woman. Disabled man. Trans man. Trans woman. Whoever. Just throw it all in there. Just a lot of things. Just a lot of things. But um, right now I'm I'm just producing a podcast and doing stand up comedy. So rom com script writing is is on the list though. It's on the list. I will write some rom coms. Yeah, and they will be dope, yeah. as the kids say, A F. Right. So to so round yeah. out this movie. So then they have this weird friend moment where they, like, you know, are fighting and then they're all concerned that they're fighting and then they get back together and they're friends again. And somehow, you know, Lance has a conversation with her after she 
declines his phone calls for weeks. Weeks. I don't know. Like, she doesn't let him explain in the hotel room. She declines his phone calls for a long time. But she still likes him, but she won't let him explain. Finally, he finds a way to, like, go see her and explain that he was separated. Again, super anticlimactic. And then she pretends to tell him boy bye. Mm -hmm. And then says, just kidding. That's how the movie ended, isn't it? Yeah. JK, I love you. Psych. I'm taking you back because this movie makes no fucking sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go build a world together. This, oh. This was quite the trip. Every single scene had wine in it. Lots of wine drinking. I can't day drink that well. They were drinking the entire time. I am not that talented. <laughs> or that much of an alcoholic. I'm just ready for this version of a movie, but with weed. It's like they were high the entire time. It was just like, <laughs> it was like they couldn't have honest conversations with each other without wine. Yeah. Like you're around your friends. Do you really need the wine for just a, that's not how women are when we get together. We're not always drinking. Sometimes we drink, but some, like there, a lot of times we're just sober having coffee, talking about boys. Yeah. No one was ever in a coffee shop. Yo, we need to do a movie review of that movie. <laughs> the coffee shop movie. Yeah. What was it called? It was one of those Christian ones. That one was super weird. <laughs> she owns the coffee shop. She does not work hard but at all. Ethiopia. <laughs> She's a terrible business person. <laughs> like, yeah. Has a heart of gold. Terrible business. Oh, Brian and his <laughs> rom-coms, man. I love romantic comedies. They're so bad, they're good, you know? Mm-hmm. But let's dissect for a minute All right. how this rom-com and other rom-coms like it fuck with everyone's ideas about love. Mm. Well, what I see is it keeps creating that notion in our head that there is the one. The one. The one and only. And if anyone cheats, they're not the one. Wasn't meant to be everything else. Everything I felt during that relationship is null and void. It's a lie. It's a lie. And it's not real. Yeah. And single people are incomplete. Yes. There's no way that you can be single and happy. And happy. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you be single and happy? <laughs> Even as a rich, beautiful, how dare you person with lots of wonderful friends I, and plenty of dick. Yeah, it's not like she's not she's she's like this person that can't like go on dates and like just can't have fun like she does. I also hate how this movie tried to make it sound like friends with benefits and casual relationships are less than like sometimes they're really wonderful and exactly what you want. True. True shit. And her friends just kept beating her down, like, ugh, why don't, why don't you want anything more than you know, that? You know what I'm going to make a movie about? I want to make a movie about just a really good friends with benefits person. Yeah, just you a know? love story. About yeah. How you have healthy boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think people m- really perfectly miss... perfectly happy with it. A good friends with benefits is like fucking mwah. It could be a best friend movie. 
Oh, man. Or maybe they're not even best friends, because that's even better, right? Yeah. Like, we're not even... Just hang out. We're just chill. Chill, have sex, and just go home. Yeah. There's so much happiness in that. Like, I don't see why that's not more of a, a thing. And she has no problems. Like, whenever you see love interacting with another guy or, like, her sexual escapades, like, she seems happy with him. She's content. She's getting her needs met. Yeah. She's loving it. She's being treated with respect. And her friends just keep telling her, why don't you want more? Why don't you want the more? Don't you want to dedicate half your assets to somebody? Don't you want to, yeah, don't you want to share finances? Don't you want to cohabitate? <laughs> How romantic is cohabitation? Like, yeah. don't you want to brush your teeth next to each other? It's weird, <laughs> right? Alright, what's the positive we can take from this movie? It's a minority-based movie, so minorities were working, huh? Let's give it up for that. Okay. Amen. Okay. Well, I can't. I, can't, I don't know about the positives, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go back to okay. my issues here. How? What's this whole thing with rom-coms in general where the movie ends when they just two people that like each other? Because it has to have a happy ending. Like, we fell in love. You're the one. Even though the entire movie we've communicated terribly. And then we're supposed to believe that they just go on to live happily ever after when they can't even have basic conversations with each other? Yep. They literally stop talking to each other and won't answer their phone calls after one misunderstanding where they don't let each other communicate. And we're supposed to believe that they have a functioning relationship after this. I think we create that in our heads anyways. Because we love happy endings. We don't want to believe that, you know three months from now they broke off because it just didn't work even though they really liked each other they're just shitty and have terrible communication patterns and just are mean to each other yep because that's the real ending to this story (laughs) this is how that story ends let's be honest like you can't go from not listening to each other not learning anything about each other half truths and lies and terrible communication I get it You, you find each other attractive and you really like each other. It's such a bad message to send people that, like, that's all you need. You just, love mm. will conquer all. It's what keeps people in this monogamous circle, though. Right? Because we all want... I think if people just looked at their lives, a realistic look at their lives. Mm-hmm. Just realistic. And see what they have room and time for. I think more people would just be like, you know what? Kinda, kind of good on the old nesting partner thing. I don't think it's for everyone. Yeah. Right? Living the single life is not necessarily my forte. Because I usually, I typically need some type of ground in my life. Yeah. Or else I fall off the rails a little bit. But, you know. But not to, like, keep you in line. Just yeah. to, you like having a home base. Correct. Of sorts, but some people do that without a romantic partnership that they live with. True. Well, this has been a movie review by Queen City Polly. 
Boy Bye. Check it out on Netflix. Even though we just told you everything about it. Even though we just... Yes. We told you exactly how this movie begins and ends and how you're going to feel about it. Go drink some wine and tell us your favorite part of this movie or how you would rewrite it. Yeah. Leave us some comments, man. Leave us some comments. Some reviews. Oh, my Lord. I like this voice. Yeah. What is what is, what what voice is that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meditate on that shit. That is our episode for today. We hope you enjoyed the content. Feel free to email us at queencitypoly at gmail.com for questions about polyamory or relationships in general. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and write us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. Queen City Poly comes to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Special thanks to Charlotte-based artist Black Linen for lending us his track New Day, featuring Nige Hood, from his album First Saga, available on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Stream his latest album, Black Linen 3.0, on Spotify right now. You're welcome.